Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Dear friends, is it time for a life comeback? Is it time to make a comeback? Have you been in the valley long enough? down in the dumps, and now is it not time to scale the mountain to make a comeback? Dear friends, have we got a study just for you. First of all, though, we always are appreciative of our Jay Webb for his kind introductions, and you'll hear from Jay a couple of other times during our broadcast. And we bid a greeting to you, dear friends, who always tune in to the International Gospel Hour broadcast. We hope that we will make this broadcast not only informative, but encouraging and to give you a direction in life and for us to look at where we are and to see where God says we can be. Now, let's talk comeback. We begin with Romans 3, verse 23, that says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood, through faith, to demonstrate His righteousness, because in His forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed, to demonstrate at the present time His righteousness, that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Writing to the Christians in Rome, Paul makes it clear that sin causes one to fall short, literally to miss the mark. But their comeback? The Christ's buyback, His propitiation with His blood. The word propitiation means to buy back or to purchase back. His righteousness is shown. Now, you add the buyback through His blood and righteousness through His blood, He will pass over their sins through an obedient faith. Now, is that not beautiful? In other words, dear friends, one can come back through the buyback. You can't top that. Today, we're going to look at a life that made a comeback. So stay with us. But first, dear friends, know we love to offer free study material. The request and response from you is quite exceptional, and we are so thankful. So here we find the first of two in this broadcast of free material that's available to you. Here's the first one, and our J-Web will tell us all about it. Friends, we can look at this world, and no doubt something is wrong. But did you know the Bible is right? We have a special free booklet we'd like to send you called Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. It is an exceptional study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and lets us see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Bible Tract. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, Bible Tract. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Bible Tract in the message box. Another free offer of study from your friends here at International Gospel Hour. Now, back to our study. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 9-11 through 11 shows us the comeback. In verse 9, Be diligent to come to me quickly, the Apostle Paul writes, For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and departed for Thessalonica, Crescens for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. Dear friends, the comeback kid. Let's talk about Mark. Verse 11, Paul said, Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. Let's look at Mark's background. It's rather unique. In Acts 12 and verse 12, the Bible says, So when he, that is Peter, had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Now this is the son of Mary. He grew up in the house where many were praying for Peter. So Mark's mother is Mary. Now I want to pause here, dear friends, and due to the Johns and the Mark in Scripture, from here on we will refer to this Mark as John Mark for clearer discussion. Later in Acts 12 and verse 25, the Bible says that Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry, and they also took with them John, whose surname was Mark. Beginning of the first missionary journey, John Mark is with Barnabas and Saul. In Acts 13 and verse 5, when they arrived in, in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant or their minister. But then just a few verses later in Acts 13, verse 13, the Bible says, Now when Paul and his party set sail from Paphos, they came to Perga in Pamphylia, and John, departing from them, returned to Jerusalem. John Mark departed the work. Now, there's no reason giving here. Nothing was said. But as we continue on in Acts 15, verses 36 through 41, Paul and Barnabas are going on another journey. Verse 36 says, Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John, called Mark, but Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Now, dear friends, let's think on this for a moment. Now, John Mark left with Barnabas, but we cannot help but to see of a sharp contention that arose between Barnabas and Saul, or rather Paul, because of John Mark. Now, this thought of sharp contention or disagreement means that it was continual. It was an irritation. Nothing was going to improve, and to be honest, the only solution 
would have been for Barnabas and Saul, the Apostle Paul now, to separate. Now, we don't know much more, but John Mark, in leaving the missionary journey, whatever the reason for which he departed, it eventually brought a needful parting between Barnabas and Paul. Now, friends, again, we don't know why, but you have to wonder why Paul did not want to take him. Why Paul did not want to take John Mark. But, friends, if you'll allow me to borrow a line from the late Paul Harvey, let us note the rest of the story coming up. Let's pause. How about a free publication? You can subscribe to it online, and here's our J-Web to tell you more. We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer a free bi-monthly publication to send your way. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has provided sound biblical studies in a periodical format. It's published six times every year, and subscriptions are always free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments box that you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Again, for a free subscription of the Gospel Gleaner, just sign up at gospelgleaner.com. Let's continue our studies. Now, friends, remember our lesson text, specifically from 2 Timothy 4, verse 11, when Paul said, Bring Mark, he's useful to me for the ministry? John Mark made a great comeback. You know, now he's useful and profitable to Paul, but listen to the rest of the story. In Colossians 4 and verse 10, Paul asked Colossae to receive John Mark. In Philemon verse 24, he was also called a fellow laborer. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 13, we note that he was also very dear to Peter. You know, I've often wondered when Peter would see John Mark, if they would reminisce about the time that Peter came to the door while the church was praying in the house where John Mark grew up, and how Rhoda closed the door on the face of Peter to run back in and say he's outside the door. He was dear to Peter. And you know what, dear friends? When you open the New Testament and you go to the second book of the Bible, through inspiration, he wrote the gospel that bears his name. What a comeback. Look at what he meant to Paul. Now, with this, Paul had a change of thinking, did he not? But it was all due to a change within John Mark. And I am sure as time went on, Paul could see how profitable he was. And we also note how Paul commended Barnabas for his work. 1 Corinthians 9.6 So, dear friends, when we think about making a comeback, allow John Mark to remind us that when we fail, we can rise up. And when we fail, let's learn why and seek out what can make us better and start anew. And you know, dear friends, all of that is possible through Jesus Christ. We can make a comeback spiritually. Yes, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but God says for us to believe in Him as commanded in Hebrews 11.6. I'm thankful for repentance that I can change my decision and change my direction. 
and repentance is commanded in Luke 13:5 as well as Acts 17:31 to confess Christ to state that I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God as did the eunuch in Acts 8:37 and the command of Christ in Matthew 10:32 has my focus anew and then when I am baptized into Christ according to Romans 6, 4 through 6 I am raised to walk in newness of life what a great thought Let's always make the comeback. Let's study together again. I'm Jeff Archie. Thanks for joining me, and dear friends, keep listening. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff.